You're listening to a podcast on the Black Fur Network. Hey, welcome to the After Hour Podcast with me, Paul. Me, Mike. Me, Chris. And me, Chris. I mean, Dan, Chris, Mike, John. You're one of them. Chris, uh, Mike. <laughs> Crispy. In, a, in this lovely little episode, um, we follow my guide to unsuccessful suicide. Uh, we learn of the legend of Jurassic Jim, and uh, we try to desperately find out who owns the moon. So boys, what have we been up to? Uh, not for much. I just got a new dog. Oh yeah, That's exciting! A oh, greyhound. Um, yeah, got a got a. He's a retired greyhound racer. He's either uh, they reckon he's either two or three. Um, Is that didn't, it? Yeah, didn't know his own name. Uh, never been in a house before. What? Absolutely. Yeah. Ab- well, so turns. I'm not. I'm not going to do a fucking activism here, but. To give you kind of the, the skinny on it, I always thought that greyhound racers were like greyhounds who like lived in a house and whatever, and like on a farm, yeah, and, then they, yeah. and then they went and did racing. No, nope. they're, yeah. they're bred from birth in kennels, like yeah. battery farm hens, essentially. What? They get let out like very, very minimally. On on race day, well, well t- they don't get fed for like two days before the race. You're joking. No, because, they're, because they'll chase the rabbit quicker because they, they think it's food. How so is this ha- legal? I don't know. I don't know, but it, it but it is. So so it's, a lot of on the verge. Like I, I yeah. So lots of lots of greyhounds. Um, when they when you go, oh yeah, that's why there's so many like greyhound retirement places and greyhound rescue places because Jeez. after sort of two or three years, if you if it's like if you lose just like a couple of races, they just go ah oh, fuck them off. Probably and, good and, for the dog. And back in the day, they obviously fucking shoot them, and now it's. Uh, I, I'm not saying it's. It is more ethical, but the whole sport isn't massively ethical. Um, now they give them to shelters. So, so he turned up at Dogs Trust. Um, didn't really, didn't have a name. Didn't, Fucking didn't hell. was terrified of humans. Like, absolutely terrified. Didn't know what like being stroked was. Did, like, like, it just doesn't know how to be a dog. So we've gone for several meets, and luckily we've got the friendliest, best dog in the fucking world, Dave, who's just a furry bell end and wants to be everyone's best <laughs> mate. And so, so this dog was like, uh, we, he's called Lemmy now. Uh, a couple of days ago, he was called Marble, but he didn't, he didn't know what that name was. But now he's he's called Lemmy. Good. Yeah. Uh, so Lemmy, Lemmy just didn't fucking understand anything. But he like Dave was like, oh yeah, look, these guys are cool. I let them stroke me. I they give me treats. You want a treat? And then so he's slowly. We've only had him like today, like twelve o'clock today. So he's um yeah still trying to learn everything. It was amazing when he found out what a mirror was. Uh-huh. He's never seen his own reflection. I just went, what the fuck is that? And he's like, yeah, it's you, dude. Um yeah, it's a bit of an adjustment period. We I'm going to sleep downstairs with both the dogs tonight. Um. But yeah, man, I'm re- I'm really happy. I'm really happy. I could give I could give a dog like a like that like a second chance, a chance to actually be a dog. Yeah, greyhounds um, are yeah. really great dogs as well. They You're sleep all the treat. fucking time, and it, like they only need walking once a week. That's what they were telling me. Especially, ex- yeah. So yeah. so the popular misconception is that like, oh, greyhounds they're full of fucking energy. They want to run all the time. And it's like nope, especially racing greyhounds because. Yeah. 
they they develop arthritis and stuff in the in the in the backs of their legs. So they literally and Dave's thirteen. So Dave goes on a walk when I say he goes on a walk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's we're only going to need to walk him like once a week, and 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 maybe have a bit of a mad runabout once a month in like a dog field. Yeah, yeah, yeah the can... well-renowned couch potatoes. Yeah. I always thought one of the attractions of having a dog was taking it on long walks every day. <laughs> uh, depends on the breed, really. Hmm. You can, like, if yeah. you've got a husky, yes, you you have to take yeah, it around. Yeah, fucking Alsatians <laughs> and things like that. They need yeah. mad exercise. Yeah. We, we had lurchers, two rescued lurchers. Yeah. All right. And uh, my mum took them on walks every day. Uh, they'd have a bolt around, the, you know, the lines. Oh, Dartford. Uh, not Dartford. Dartford. Started. <laughs> Darling Banks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she would take him up there. They'd bolt around for a bit and then uh, just walk with her. But ultimately, yeah, the, you, you can just take him out for a walk on a daily basis. Um, but yeah, I think like Mike says, just give him a good run um, yeah. every now and again, just to stretch the cartilage and get yeah. everything going. The guys from Dogs Trust literally, I, I said, I always get a bit funny about saying how often I take Dave for a walk because a lot of people are like, you should take a dog every day. And I'm like, he's got a garden to run in. I don't know fuck all about dogs. He he doesn't want to, you know, well, I mean, he didn't go on a walk for five years. So, you know, he was attacked by a, he was attacked by a a, a fighting dog when he was five. And so the previous owners were really, really scared of taking him out. So he became essentially like he had a garden and stuff, but he became an indoor dog. And he was a fat boy when I got him. (laughs) And then, and I take him on, I take him on, walk like once a week and and but I, I still get like occasional like snidey comments from friends and stuff oh you know oh, oh is he getting exercise i'm like he's absolutely fine like he's absolutely fine oh, i mean i like, hate it when people judge people yeah. about doing yeah. the circumstances and uh and so and when i said it to dogs trust i was really like look i'm just gonna be honest with you this is how often they went no that's perfect for him because he doesn't want to be going on walks every day it, it like it will it will fuck up his legs because they're really spindly. They got the thinnest skin as well. I didn't realize any of this. What a terrible um, design. The, the, <laughs> well, they're built for speed. They can re- this is mental. They can reach up to 40 something miles an hour. Wow. Yep. It's <laughs> incredible. When the two lurchers used to go on the banks, fuck me, I've never seen two things move so quick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move this along now because yeah, it's a conversation about dogs. Dog <laughs> yeah. Well, the rest of you guys, I built a robot as well, but that's, that's not really as fun or important. So what about the rest of you guys? Um, I got a dog and no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm now living on my Todd. Uh, my ex and my daughter moved out on Thursday. Um, so I'm just acclimatizing to that and getting things put in places. Does, um, does she listen to the cast? I don't think so. Do we cheer? Do we cheer or do we or do we go, oh okay, man? I mean, it's the end of a chapter. Yeah. But the, the chapter was, a, it was becoming quite an unhappy chapter. Uh, so cheering part for the fact that I think we've made the right decision. Yeah. Um, it sucks that, you know, 15 years is over, mm. but you know, I've got a life to lead. She's got a life to lead. And I think we're going to lead better lives as a result. Very so. convenient that both parties did it a week before the pubs could open again. Nah. I mean, you know, it was down to her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bound chicka, wow, wow. How <laughs> oh, shit would that be? You both, you both accidentally go to the same pub. You're like, finally, I'm free of them. I'm going to go out. I'm going to, I'm going to meet strangers. It's going to be amazing. And then you go out and you're like, oh, for fuck. Come on, mate, I, I'm going to start, I don't know, travelling to Alpenton to make sure I'm so far out of the area. <laughs> well, come I mean, up my ends. Come well, up my ends. There's always a sofa. You I, I would come up your end any day of the week, mate. <laughs> You're uh, not well, my type, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, what you need is a unlimited cinema pass. <laughs> That's your answer to everything. Why cinemas are going to get like HBO Max is going to kill cinemas? Are you trying to piss me off? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I wish I wish that I wish your missus moved back in. <laughs> How you like them apples? Yeah. <laughs> you wow. piece of shit. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I'm not being funny. If the um, pirating and things like that couldn't kill cinema, HBO Max isn't. Cinema's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. So don't worry. And what about you, Chris? What have you been up to? Uh, obviously, I missed the last podcast, so I've had some surgery. On oh, yeah, you got your throat slit, didn't you? Yeah, I've got, uh, uh, dressing's come off, stitches are nearly healed. So yeah, I had about four or five inches of um, tissue removed from my neck and sent off for analysis. That's like oh. that long, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> Easily yeah. that long. I tied my leg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a great gag for a podcast. Well done, everyone. <laughs> yeah. So, so has is, is it come back like fine? Is it all good? Or Got a couple of weeks yet to wait? Is it uh, within four weeks? So, and it was done two weeks ago, Monday. Okay. Yeah. Are, so, are they? I'm not, I'm not trying to worry. We, yeah. we can cut this if you don't want to talk about it. But no, no, no. Like, is it? Are we worried or is it like no, a, just a thing? Yeah, okay. no, and it, to be fair, they said if, if it came, even if it came back as um, not benign, it's been done. The surgery was done in such a way that they can go and take a little bit more if they need to. So, okay. If it's any good. consolation, my brother had a lump in his uh, neck, got yeah. it taken out. It was absolutely fine. So, yeah, same as my dad. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, do it's, it's in in one of the better places actually you can have it. So what I will say though is I've had like 1995 I had an open surgery, double hernia operation. 1996 I had I broke my metatarsal before it was fashionable in Beckham to break metatarsal. <laughs> yeah. um, no pain yet has compared to a local anaesthetic into the muscle of your neck. Ouch. Oh really? That fucking hurt. Four of them. Ouch. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, try having a vasectomy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, thank you. Yeah, that, that's a big fat no from me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I dodged that bullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had that. And, uh, oh, and my, since we last uh, spoke, my promotion went through. So I now have a new role. Now I don't have to be all secretive anymore. So Sweet. I'm now product manager. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> And what, what product do you manage? Uh, I manage all six websites, 80,000 products. Wow. Fantastic. That's a lot of products. Yeah. I've been lucky enough to take my whole team with me. So, uh, Whee! <laughs> yeah. We love that. We love that. What about you, Paul? What have you been up yeah, to? It would, have been, it would have been real shitty if he'd said, yeah, I left them all in the dirt. That would have been abundant. That would have sucked because he makes them listen to this podcast. So. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> We'd have lost uh, at least four listeners. We lost half our listener count. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you've been doing kitchen stuff. Yeah, uh, remodel. I say remodel. That sounds like a real fucking. Say it. No, say it. Say it. (laughs) Say you fucking remodeled that kitchen. Tell me you did it with your top off. I did all of it. And my pants. I just did it. I've got a um, a pink tool belt, and I was just wearing that. Oh mate, good lord! The pictures were so nice. I'm gonna need a minute. I I didn't wear the tool belt in those pictures. (laughs) So what was that pink hammer thing hanging down between your legs? (laughs) That was my pink hammer. Oh, 
That's wow. not a spirit level. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. It's like I work six days a week, so Sundays and evenings, that was my life. I mean, yeah. you know, you've done all right. The floor looks a bit shit. You need to oh, work yeah. It. Yeah, the floor's next. That's not until next month, though. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we watched the film. We watched a film. Dan. Well, shit. Uh, we watched 2004. I don't think it was shit. There's no need for that. 2004. Um, James Wong, Wan, 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 James Wan's uh, Saw. Um, it costs 1.2 million to make. I mean, that is fucking low. It yeah. is low. Um, considering it then took a community worldwide gross of 1.3 million. Hence why there's 13 fucking sequels. <laughs> yep. Um, it, it's actually a bit of a, an interesting story. So he, him and uh, the guy who plays Adam. Lee Wanell. Uh, yes, that's it. Incidentally, uh, wrote and directed Upgrade. Yes, which is another fantastic film. Excellent film. Has the um, most annoying voice in the fucking world. Uh, yeah. But you can forgive him because um, he wrote a good film. Yeah, true. Well, he wrote two. Well, he wrote three. There's another one. I can't remember off the top of my head. There's another really good one that they've done. Keep cheap chatting. I'll find out. Um, but yeah, they left um, film university or where it is film college um, and obviously wanted to try and make it big in Hollywood. And they, they wrote down or conceived the basic concept of Saw um, and took it around um, quite a few studios. Eventually, they got interest by what was Twisted Pictures, but they go by another name. And oh, they the asked, Invisible Man. Invisible Man, that's it. Oh, the original one? No, no the new the one. newest one. Oh, okay. And eventually they got um, interest and they were told to film a short section of it so the, the studio can get a, a feeling for it. And then obviously eventually they, they took it to, to production. Um, and there's just loads of little things about it. So the the editing, oh, it was filmed in 18 days, um, in to- filmed and edited in 18 days, um, of which Danny Glover's scenes was like two days and then you've got um, other characters did it in like three days. And it all... Um, I can't. I can't remember my trailer for well, shit. They, they filmed all the bathroom scenes in sequence. Yeah, they? pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So they, so that they could get a feel of what the actor, what the characters were feeling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and um, they had a real job trying to edit it because they didn't have enough footage to cut. Really. Um. So most of it is um the footage that was filmed at the time and even some ad lib and scenes that weren't necessarily thought to be good enough for the film do you want to hear something strange i love something strange i have the um the biggest direction ever full uncut version right i've got it it's really big above the title the uncut version right Four mm. minutes shorter than the theatrical version. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Figure that out. That's mental. Yeah. That doesn't make sense because the uncut version None. is the scenes. So when they um, were taking it to the MPAA, they wanted to get it as a, uh, a PG-13, I think, or really? PG-15. So, uh, enough to get it uh, to 15, the wider world. imagine. Yeah, 15. Yeah, that's generally um, what they go for. Oh, no, sorry. They, it was R-rated, but um, the the MPAA was trying to make it something like PG-17 or, Ooh. and they they didn't want that. So they cut out a few of the scenes, including the bit where um, Amanda's rooting through the intestines of the, the guy. I mean, 
this film goes so far, I don't understand what any more could have made the rating higher. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you've seen one gory scene, you've seen them all, pretty much. What's the difference? Yeah. I mean, they could have added bestiality, but I don't know how. I mean, I don't know how that comes under gore, and I don't know where your mind's gone there. You, you, was try, you said, what could they add um, to make it any more worse? I mean, gore-wise. Is this your version of sort? I didn't mean no. having sex with animals. Dan. You didn't specify, mate. You said, what could they add? This is true. And I, I should know, after all these years, if I do not specify, you always bring up animal porn. <laughs> yeah. so I will definitely specify. Dan's one. version of saw is like, you were found stealing penny sweets, and now you're going to get bummed by a pheasant. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to say right off the bat, it's a good film, this, and it's better than I remember it being. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic film. It really is. Like, this is the first time I've seen it since I saw it at the cinema in 2004. Wow. Yeah. I've seen it a few times, but... Because I'm not really... <sighs> Torture porn is not really a subgenre that interests me particularly. Yeah. See, I don't get this. Why Why use the word porn? I, I don't get it. It breaks my brain. I didn't coin the term. <laughs> I know you didn't. <laughs> Even James Wan didn't. Well, it's just um, that it's, it's gratuitous, isn't it? And, yeah. and it's and it's, uh, it's the, just the, gore the, for the sake of gore. A lot. Of yeah. yeah. But there's nothing porn about it. I don't understand how someone's linked. Yeah, but I that think word. you'd have to look up the literal meaning of porn. I mean, if you think about, if you think right, okay, so I'm so think think, think about it, it. <laughs> Dan. Think think about this for a second, right? In if you were if you if you watch a sex scene. Right in a film, you see two people they have a bit of a kiss and a cuddle, which Paul hates. I don't like kissing in porn. He doesn't like kissing in porn in movies. Kissing's got no place in, in life. <laughs> yeah, you kiss in life, all the time. Yeah, it's a very sad. Yeah, life. in real life, it's fine. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Um, but um, you know, you're not watching the penetration up close. That's not the that's not the focus. Whereas pornography it is on some porn. Which is, is no, no. So the pornography pornography is like that's the focus the focus is on the taboo the the the, the penetration uh, of wherever going wherever into whatever genders whatever um and i guess so the idea of torture porn you know there's you could have done a, a pg-13 edit of this film where you wouldn't have had to see that you it would all be implied right all the brutal stuff was going on you could have a guy going ah at his leg and you don't see the fucking uh, saw go into the leg yeah. i mean and, that might work though all right so actually there's uh a, 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 a quite an interesting thing on here where it's you know people talk about food porn obviously that's got nothing to do with yeah, sex exactly, but yeah it's uh, television shows, articles, photographs, etc., thought to cater to an excessive, irresistible desire for or interest in something. Right. Yeah, so, so that makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Why? Uh, I mean, uh, you were right to question it. It's not like I've never wondered why it's called torture porn, but I just dismiss these things. It's a real no rule. Yeah, so, so in, in like 2009, for about six months, I dated uh, uh, an interesting lady who was obsessed with these kind of films and I hated them. And I think it's, it's one of the reasons we didn't really talk about this in our first ever episode of after horror. When I said to you that I kind of went off horror as a concept for a long time. And it wasn't until sort of my mid, my mid twenties that I was like, Oh, okay. Horror films are like kind of cool. Um, 
And that was one of the reasons because this girl watched like she her favorite films were like the hostel films. I, like I love hostel. hostel. Yeah, I like the I, first one. I couldn't get on with it. It's because because of all the like just gratuitous gore and, and she really liked my bloody Valentine. That's not a torture porn film. Maybe I'm not thinking maybe maybe it's not That's my bloody slasher. Valentine. Um Yeah. And the dot and the I can't remember whether she there are a series of films where what the people go through is real. So it's it's called it's like cinema I mean, veritas. Like snuff porn. Uh, all, all, no, but it's not no, it wasn't she wasn't into like snuff porn. I want to say they're called the dogma films, but obviously not the Kevin Smith things, <laughs> where like they're like it's a Dutch director where he, whatever happened to the actors would be actually what happened to them. So there's a scene where a woman gets like beaten the fuck out of, no, and that's, that actually happened. That, that's and more she was, or less snuff, right? And she was like obsessed. No one actually dies. No, but, but yeah, still, but, but, I mean, but yeah. So she was obsessed with that kind of stuff, and I was like, "Fuck this, man." Um, I mean, she she's damaged, man. Some shits happened to her. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people <laughs> like those kinds of films but yeah just it wasn't for not, me it's, yeah it's not really my cup of tea either like i like hostel i like the first one uh and i like this yeah uh but a lot of those sort of films i don't i don't see the point in watching a film simply because it's gory or yeah. shocking or and, and i like gore I'm, I'm actually a fan of gore but it has to be warranted and it has to sort of yeah there has to be a point to it I like clever horror, so um, you know exactly what Saw is like. There, as it unfolds, there, there's more being revealed. And you're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, that's exactly what I like about it too. You never know who's genuine or who's lying and who's telling the truth. You never know what's what in this film. Well, we might cover it later, but there's uh, actually I, I shared it on the the, the WhatsApp thing. Uh, the, the killer gets revealed within the first twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, but obviously it's so quick, the bit. Yeah, it's one of those things that only benefits from hindsight. Exactly. By then you already know because you're not studying it that close. Is yeah. it me or yes, it is. I think it probably is just gonna be me, and this is gonna sound probably a little bit controversial, but uh, I don't think Danny Glover's a, a particularly good actor. I mean Lethal Weapon was his pinnacle. Yeah, but he's still playing uh, Predator 2. Thank you. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Actually like Predator 2. It's great. It's yeah. a fucking great movie. But he's not good in this film. He's no, not, not brilliant. Yeah. But, you know, they did considering it was a couple of young guy straight out of um university. I did, well, I would say they did well to get him, but by That's, 2004, I imagine Danny Glover was probably doing whatever he could get. <laughs> they just found him on set. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you want to... He just like, rolled up. Yeah. Well, he was only there for two days anyway, wasn't he? They yeah. did say um, that, that a lot of the... Um, like they filmed a lot of scenes towards the end where they couldn't actually get hold of the actors anymore. So the directors and stuff were doing like the body doubles themselves. There's a scene where... Um, one of them wears a wig in a silhouette, so he appears to look like Amanda and stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah, they couldn't actually get hold of all the all the actors by the end of it. Oh my god! Which for an eighteen day period is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't get him to commit for that long. <laughs> See, this is the, like part of that sort of two thousands horror that doesn't really. Oh, I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. It feels a bit weird. Mm. And it was all about gore, like it, all of it. It was about 
But it's, even these films, like this film, not so much. It's a, got a good story. It's a compelling story. But beyond the first Saw, and full disclosure, I've only seen the first two, but the second one... is brilliant. I'm sorry. I, uh, I really like is, the second one. It is good, but it's not good at the same time. Like, it completely shuns any real story in favour of... Uh, inventive ways to kill people which is great i like that but it's feels very very different to this one Uh, yeah well that's because obviously they've got a bigger budget and um i I get the impression these guys were at university sitting in their dorms or whatever getting drunk or high um and they conceived of this story and it's one of those one-off moments that you know very few people have that just seems to be genius um and unfortunately they've literally wrung it like a, a sponge till it's bone dry well they haven't the studio the studio has, has yeah um and that pisses me off sometimes because if they'd have left it maybe a, a trilogy and condensed the story down um and condensed the killings down they could have probably made something epic yeah, yeah i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna watch the rest of them in time for spiral yeah i think they could have stopped at three because there are some fairly nice explanations that happen in three that relate directly to the first one. I'm going to have to watch three. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to watch three. Around the Manda and the bath and stuff like that. Um, yeah, Jigsaw is pretty good as well. That's almost uh, a pretty good homage to the um, how it was originally. Yeah, I've heard that's good. But well, people it does love get... this franchise. Like people love mm. this franchise. Well, I think I think it's it's a whole generations. Um, Michael Myers or yeah, it would Freddy be, Krueger. Yeah, sure. yeah. I think that they've intentionally done that. Like, yeah, the studio or whoever's in charge of these films has a hundred percent done that on purpose yeah. mm. because he always appears on. Uh, like, I've got a canvas which has got all the famous killers' masks on it. I've seen and that. Big yeah. mask is on it. Mm. Yeah. But I think it's got a right to be there. I oh, think yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's definitely up there now as one of the more synonymous ones, just because the studio fucked around. Like as far as a you know concept and the character's concerned, uh, he's dark and he's he's got all the trait traits and everything you want. Possibly the darkest, actually. I mean, I, yeah, I won't dispute like, that. All, all those franchises jump the shark. Every one of them: Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth. They all jump the shark. They're all there's always a good couple to start with, and then. Sometimes they go right off the rails. I mean, you've only got to look at Halloween yeah. four, five to fucking see that. Yeah, and oh, also thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. Beyond sort of three, it just gets. I love them. I'm, of course, <laughs> they just get fucking dumb as a post after. Yeah. Actually, they're all, all all of them are, but like, yeah, they really jump the shark. So this is not the only one that does it. They all do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. I, I think because 2004, I would have been, oh God, uh, about 24. So you know, yeah. just in my prime of getting high, drunk, or whatever, and loving this this sort of stuff. I was 15 years old. Shut up. Incidentally, this was the last film I saw at Chatham Cinema before it closed. Oh, really? Oh, I remember you saying this the other day. Yeah. It was either this or um, oh no, it was this. I remember because the other one was the whole. And I looked it up, and it was this, yeah, because the hole came out earlier. That's not a bad film to end the um, the, the Chatham Cinema thing on. Yeah, such a shame. Mm. I'm three pit cinemas. 
It's a shame. Yeah. We've, got the, we've got the curves on over here, but it's like it's so fucking expensive. That's the trouble. They have to be. Mm. I think they do a pretty good job on this film. I mean, I've seen a lot of uh, detrimental comments around the screenplay and stuff like that online. Really? But yeah. Um, but I think they do pretty good. Considering they had no budget, they shot this inside two warehouses. They didn't have the budget to do anything outside. <laughs> now, even the car chase scene was shot inside a warehouse where they just blew dry ice about and shook the car. It, was, yeah. it wasn't even a warehouse. It was a garage. They, yeah. they literally had put it in a garage, turned the lights off, and as you said, holy shit, some well, dry ice. And- you know what they say? Necessity is the mother of invention. That's it- awesome, though, because that, that kind of gives that whole flashback like a kind of ethereal memory-like quality to it. Oh, do you know what? I'm just going to break the fucking love fest for this film for a second. You're a dick. Um, I hate the flashbacks. Okay. Um, really? Yeah, man. They what, do that. Previous kills? Yeah. I like the kills themselves, but they do that fucking thing that always did around this time where it all goes slow-mo and shaky, oh. fucking with dumbass heavy metal playing over it. It just, it's cheesy. <laughs> and it does not work for me. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I disagree, but... Uh, well, that's the end of this fucking podcast. Dude. <laughs> How dare <Wow>. you? <laughs> no, well, it I, just doesn't work for me. I'm not saying it's bad for everyone, but just for me, I can't. I can't stand that. Where the, was that? That advert wasn't it? Was, was it Smirnoff? One, the Judder Man. Beware the Judder Man. Yeah, this stuff all started. I don't remember that. I'll look it up yeah. after the podcast. Speaking <laughs> of cameras, I did read that um, James Wan. Um, You'll notice when they're in the uh, the bathroom, the scene, Adam, um, they shot most of his on a hand cam because um, they yeah. wanted to emphasise the more chaotic side of things and everything done with the dock was done on a steady cam. Oh, yeah. okay. So if you, if you Dan, look at... I don't know if you're aware of this, but I'm for not, the past, I'd say, two or three months, you have been making incredibly salient points <laughs> about filmmaking, and I'd like to feel... Yeah, I don't like it. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> I think that I'm finally rubbing off on you a little bit. I mean, I've rubbed off over you enough yeah. times. I mean, fair. I mean, don't don't flatter yourself too much because actually, behind when the mic's not on, Danny's always like this. It's just for some reason, and the fucking he's on a podcast. He just suddenly became a dumbass for like a year and a half. <laughs> I'm not even sure what happened there. I mean, I was—I think I was trying something, um, and it didn't work. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get real Dan reveal on it on episode, yeah. episode 100. We're like, yes, hello, lot. my name is Adrian Smith. I'm, in fact, an actor. Yeah. <laughs> there's quite a lot of nice little camera bits like that. There's a bit part, you know, um, when you first see the uh, bathroom uh, and the camera's focused on the corpse on the floor, it backs out and spirals. It implies, it tells you at that point, the guy on the floor is the spiral. It uses the spiral repeatedly because the spiral is a pagan symbol for rebirth. Mm. Uh, and the whole thing around the bath as well is that the bath scene is a, it, it, is a, it signifies rebirth. Um, it's it's interesting that you would you would say that uh, because in one of the reviews I was looking at, um, they drew parallels to um, uh, basically puritanical um, Christianity and the Crusades. So there was a, a philosopher called Kierkegaard, who's quite famous. Um, and hang on, I wrote notes for this because I was I was really interested. And basically saying that, that, that um, what's his name? What's his fucking name? Kramer. Um, what, from Seinfeld? 
No, John Kramer, <laughs> the, the jigsaw killer. Um, after he has his crash, he, he goes through suffering and he ascends. Um, and this was kind of, this was Kirk, Kirk of three stages of enlightenment, enlightenment. So you have the aesthetic, which is just like just chasing worldly pleasures and sort of everything's kind of very surface level. Um, and then you reach the ethical where you start to, your choices become uh, based on more of an ethical standpoint. And then you go to religious. Um, and he, he posited that it's only through suffering that we ascend. And it was this idea that um, the original, we were all born, uh, we're all born with sin because Adam and Eve um, and all that bullshit. And it's only through suffering uh, known as penance that you can ascend and become better. And this is literally what fucking Kramer's trying to do as the jigsaw killer. He let, he makes everyone go through a trial of suffering so that hopefully they come out the other side a better person. And who's the name of one of his first victims? Adam. Yeah. <laughs> And actually, Adam is uh, one of the only uh, victims, per se, uh, that isn't required to actually kill anyone. Mm. His opening scene is him coming out of water, a.k.a. birth, yeah. out of the bathtub at that point. And, and his, um, uh, for him to survive, that's basically all he has to do. He doesn't have a clear instruction the same way as the doctor does. Well, just yeah. take to survive. Take that to the next level. The key is in the bath with him. It's only for the pure fact that he pulls the plug out with his foot. Yeah. Um, that it goes down the plug hole. He it could have been a very short fucking experience yeah. if he hadn't done that. I watched yeah. a I watched a, uh, a a video that was like how to survive all the saw traps, and one <laughs> of them one of them was like all the pipes are really rusty. Like yeah. you could have just sawed through the yeah. rusty pipes because they would have been really malleable and rusty and like, and like broken. Yeah. I mean, um, beyond that, that saw eventually you could have sawn through that padlock with it. It would take I, a while, but you would be able to get through it. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I read that, um, you know, the scene where um, the doctor turns out the lights and he whispers um, that he's going to basically yeah. give him a cigarette that tends to be poisoned. Yeah. The yeah. concept originally was um, that they had would have access to a pipe and he'd whisper it through the pipe. Yeah. But they cut off using a saw. But then James Wan, the director, turned and said, well, I, I can't have him cut through a pipe if they can't cut through their own chains. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So... It's interesting to say about cutting through the pipe, but that was intentionally not, that was actually intentionally taken out. Oh, right. Because if you can cut through pipe, you can cut through chains. And yeah. the idea is they weren't supposed to be able to cut through the chains. Yeah. I, I always feel like that was a fucking brilliant dilemma. Like that's, yeah. a, it's such a simple concept, but such a fucking horrifying one. Yeah. What, cut through your foot or? Yeah. Like cut through your own leg. And it's only when he becomes like super desperate to save his family that he eventually yeah. just does it. Like he's not prepared to do it for himself. But there's, yeah. a, there's a suggestion that um, Adam's predicament was uh, planned to be a lot easier than it was. I mean, obviously, I don't want to jump onto other movies, but in the third one, you see that it's Amanda that puts the key in the bath with him and she's supposed to put it around his neck, but she doesn't. So, you know, obviously where um, John stands up at the end and says it's in the bath, he doesn't actually know it's gone down the plug hole because he yeah. thinks he put it around his neck. Because at this point, she's his disciple because she's survived one of his traps. Right. So um, incidentally, though, at the end when uh, uh, Dr. Gordon fires the gun at Adam and shoots him, yeah. how the fuck did the guy on the floor not jump? <laughs> he might have done. He, he didn't know that shot was coming. 
he might have done, but it, Doc was so focused on shooting Adam that he probably wouldn't have noticed. I don't know, man. It's a very funny thing. I think you might notice the dead body in the middle of the floor jump. <laughs> <laughs> see, by the same token, I've seen a lot of people questioning why, you know, either of the guys didn't see the body at least breathing. I know, but I, 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 I dismissed that. I dismiss that. I think so as well, because they're in such a heightened tense. They're, they're focusing more on each other. Yeah, I mean, it's not just that, though. It's it's a simple concept of it's a brilliant reveal at the end of the film. Yeah. He's still alive. It's brilliant. Uh, why ruin it with little things like that? You know what I mean? It's a film. I not hate it when people pick too much. Not just that. You could argue and say that John Kramer gave himself a... Um, because clearly he had access to um, opiates because... Like a sedative. Um, yeah. yeah, he could have given himself a sedative um, for the most part of it. Yeah, a muscle so, relaxant, maybe exactly, yeah. or yeah, just yeah. some simple uh diazepam. I mean, I mean, either or he's a man of singular focus, do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's not like maybe he just has the willpower to just like dead fucking still. Yeah, well, people get really shit faced over this stuff. I don't, someone having a complete rant over Adam being in a bath at all because he's underwater at first, you know, and all these people kicking off, oh, you should have drowned. No, you don't know, you have no idea how long he's been underwater. Yeah, you don't know how long yeah. he was there for, he might have just yeah. gone in. Yeah. yeah. I did read that um, to film that shot, a member of the crew had to stand on his chest yes. to pin him down in the bath so they could film it. Wow. <laughs> otherwise, wow. it otherwise, he keeps floating up. So it's fucking annoying though because it's like it, you know you're not watching fucking Lord of the Rings going dwarves don't exist. This is fucking <laughs> stupid. All these orc things. There ain't no orcs. You're not doing that. Do you know what I mean? So why yeah. do people tend to try and do it on other films? Like, it's odd. Off. I liked actually the, the design of the bathroom because the bathroom's really odd. It's just like a huge, I mean, it's clearly been purpose built, but it's a huge room. There are no dividers, there's no cubicles in this. I can, it's I, a bath at the end. And a toilet. I, can, I had the same thought when I was watching. I was like, what? How has this come about? Um, yeah, it is massive as well, like with pipes everywhere. Yeah. I what did read that. I did read that um, the director, when they wrote it, it was actually intended for an elevator uh, to yes. be, um, yeah, shot and filmed in an elevator. Yeah. But because some of it didn't work, obviously they expanded it out to a, um, a warehouse and the scenes that you got. So, yeah. I mean, it's clearly, I mean, it, there is, there's a sign towards the end as it pans up, isn't there, that says something about beware raw sewage or something like that. Yeah. It's clearly, it's clearly uh, significantly below ground. Oh, it's a bit late for Adam because he's already stuck his arm in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chris, I don't know, Chris, have you done a chrono on this or? Yes, I have. Should we no, chrono it? Yeah. I mean, we've been talking about it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I just bullet pointed it. So, um, waking up in a bath cuffed to a pipe. So, we've already done that. Yeah. Uh, company and a corpse. So, obviously, um, Adam wakes up and finds he's in there with um, the doctor. And the body of a guy with a uh, a gun in his hand. Uh, Can I just stop you a second? Yeah. Um, doing your chronos is worth it for the titles of the segments alone. Yeah, <laughs> I just got to say, 100%. 100%. <laughs> so they find a guy when he's supposedly, with his head, his brain's blown out and a little tape uh, recorder thingy in his in his hands. They're terrible at throwing, aren't they? Both of these guys. Uh, doctor's not too bad, but Adam can't throw for shit. What an idiot. Uh, then they have the what's the last thing you remember and neither of them can and Adam suggests they may have had their kidneys taken away 
Wait, here's another little fucking thing as well with Adam, right? So he is a uh, like a covert photographer, takes pictures of cheating men or whatever. Yeah. If you're taking covert photographs of cheating spouses, take the fucking flash off your camera. Yeah. Giant flash that he's peeking around a corner hiding <laughs> and then lighting up the world. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if you haven't got a flash and it's really dark, there's no point in even clicking the shutter button, to be well, honest. Well, get a fucking night vision camera. <laughs> yeah, That's what I mean. <laughs> this is not covert actions. No. <laughs> and so, yeah, at this point, um, yeah, Adam makes his, uh, <laughs> his suggestion that they may have had their kidneys taken out, uh, which gets shot down, obviously, by the doctor. Uh, and then they have the, what are you, the surgeon comment which he already knows because he's been taking a picture of the guy yeah um uh and then and then they realize that the clock is new everything in the bathroom is crap but the uh clock is brand new so they come to the conclusion that you know someone wants him to keep an eye on the time um and this is when they find uh oh the doctor in his pocket finds a tape a bullet and a key so um they have to try and get the tape recorder off the now, adam finds the tape first Ah, yes. the I think the doctor's searching around for something or he's doing something and Adams pats his uh, pockets and finds the, the envelope with the, yeah. the yeah. tape in it. Because yeah. um, that's when the doctor pats his own pockets down and finds the envelope with a key in it and that. Yeah, that's it. he's got a bullet and a key, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, and then they play their messages. So uh, obviously Adam's one is um, uh, it's a message about uh, his voyeuristic nature Um and how he's going to turn the tables and watch himself die today. Which is, I like the fact that they both get the complete opposite of what's promised. So you have, um, you have Adam told he's got to escape from the chain, uh, and Dr. Gordon told if he doesn't complete the game, he'll be left to die in the bathroom. And actually the entire opposite happens. Both- oh, yeah. Doctor escapes and Adam's left... Yeah stuck in the chain yeah so it's actually a total reversal so jigsaw actually reverses his ending well he does i don't think it's intentional i think just the outcome ends up being reversed because as you said adam could have escaped well if it had gone to plan he could have escaped fairly quickly yeah so i've just spotted a continuity error oh okay there's many of them you look yeah, like someone. Right. Someone you look like you'd seen someone outside of your window or something. No. <laughs> I, I thought you were just about to bust out a, you know, AK forty seven and start shooting someone. <laughs> I use a Mac ten, man. <laughs> There's only one that really did my head in. There's only one continuity issue. Go on. How does the photo of um, Zeb in the flat across from the police officer? end up in the box behind the toilet when it was shot by the copper um, when all three of them were awake in the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, there's a number of things like that in this film. (laughs) (laughs) There was one I spotted as well. I can't think of it now. Um, And it really bugged me. I mean, Uh, it will come back to me. One thing, you've got a cop, the ex-cop, who's obsessed with catching Jigsaw, who's filming a man in another man's apartment, torturing his wife and kids and doing nothing about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not a continuity thing. That's just annoying. (laughs) 
So I don't know if you spot it, but he walks in with his camera. And spot the camera when he walks in. There's no lens on it, but then when he walks into the kitchen, there's a massive telescopic lens on it. Hmm. I mean, trust you to notice that. In fact, they're really, different I'm, cameras. I'm really, yeah, they are different cameras. Yeah, I'm really into cameras at the minute. So yeah, I was looking at the camera specifically. There's, there's loads of those little things, like hundreds all the way through it. There's a part where he's trying to um, reach when the phone's ringing and the doctor can't reach it, and he tries to get it with the box. <laughs> yeah, turn the box over, dumbass. Use the other side. But he throws it in frustration when he can't reach it, and then when the t- camera turns around, it's back between his legs again. Yeah, <laughs> there's loads of stuff like that. But again, we can forgive these little yeah. things because it's so much heart in this film. Like, it's such a small budget, and there's yeah. so much love gone into making this. Yeah. And the story's clever. Like and the story is clever, yeah. The story's smart as hell, yeah. It's, it, it's a, original. A lot of, a lot of uh, reviewers were saying at the time, from what I was able to find, uh, that it was, a lot of people saying it, it was more a crime thriller than it was a, a horror. Oh, I would agree with that, yeah. yeah. But it's in the same category. If you could have a category, it would be in there with seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a great, that's a great shout. Yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. to call them thorrors now. A thriller horror. <laughs> <laughs> a throtter, a throtter. Thorough is what a Yorkshireman goes goes to see in the, uh, the movies. <laughs> what are you going to see, Thorough? Thorough. Thorough. There's an argument for this that John Kramer isn't actually a murderer at all. No, he's uh, not. He I, they say that in this. He doesn't I, technically kill him. No, I read up on that. Um, so he would get um, charged with second-degree murder. Yeah. I mean, he's he directly responsible for their deaths. <laughs> he's not, but he put he them is. in a position where the, their death was ultimately inevitable. inevitable. Yeah. 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 I mean, it is murder. You would probably get done for murder. Well, he, he argues in later films that he wants people to help each other and not kill each other, and that the ones that go wrong tend to be the fault of his disciple, mainly Amanda, who, uh, who, tend, who seems to rig traps designed to kill people rather than the other way around i mean the the, the guy in the the razor wire uh cage like there is nobody oh. could, that could have helped him oh my god that one's <laughs> fucking horrific that's mental isn't it yeah when they're describing what happens to him like his stomach was cut so deep there was stomach, stomach acid on the floor. floor yeah oh my lord yeah and actually, looking at that as well, it's like, oh, I've, I've seen this before, but actually this is done better. I know the only other one I've seen with Razor Wire was Suspiria, where the blood was so red it was bright. Um, yeah. That's, a, that's a, like an artistic choice, though. Yeah, yeah. But this was great. That was that was a really good scene. It's, so, it's, it's just because it's sheer, it's so frantic, isn't it? So you can red, feel yeah. that one as well. Like, you know, when you cut yourself, that feeling... Oh, I, I do. I, I was sitting there trying to work out. He had two hours to get from the cage out to the door before it closed. Yeah, the cage didn't look that big. I mean, two hours is quite a long time. I know, but that razor wire was so tightly compacted. Yeah, like you're not getting through that without cutting yourself to ribbons. No I'm not what. saying I wouldn't cut myself, but would I get it to like? Would I go to the point of cutting myself that deep? Desperation. What I'm saying no, that. Like my belly is so much lower, like when I'm kneeling down than it used to be. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wouldn't even account for it. It'd be like, oh shit, I just cut myself proper. I mean, the the sort of the human instinct to survive is fucking strong. Mm. It um, is. So I'm not sure I would believe him that no one would ever find me there. For one thing, I think I would probably take less time to get out. 
and maybe get out with more time and be locked in, but then just hammer on the door for the next five days. Fifteen or years. Yeah. There's a point. There's a point where you, even if sort of your conscious self blacks out, your body is still like, nope. We need to. We need to survive. Yeah. Did you, um, know, do you know, know what I mean? How much did that guy really want to survive? Because they said themselves he put him in that position because he tried to kill himself. Mm. Well, that's the other thing. Like, I'm thinking from my point of view, but, um, you know, I would do it one way, you would do it another way. Yeah. Like, there's nothing to say. We'd all do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I fucking hope to God I'm never in that situation. <laughs> not to get, not to get like, massively dark, but... 10, 11 years ago. That was like 11 years ago now. Um, I, <laughs> this is so dramatic. I tried to kill myself by, um, by walking into the sea and drowning myself. I was absolutely convinced. Oh, oh no, it's God. fucking hilarious. Yeah. I'm calling you Reginald Perrin. <laughs> well, I, I, I saw it. I saw it. I, I heard that Gandhi did it once and I was like, yeah, all right. That's what I'm going to try and do. Um, so so that's what I did. So I went under I went underwater and I purposefully took a deep breath in of, of salt water. Um and I don't remember what happened, but I woke up on the on the sort of shore, just fucking throwing up and coughing and stuff. And basically I I'd blacked out, but my body went nope <laughs> and got to the cell. And I don't remember. And then I, I walked home all chafed and sad (laughs) (laughs) no no that's fucking funny yeah 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 it's real it's real dramatic it's real dramatic a couple of months later i set a fire in my bathroom that had no windows and tried to choke myself to death with with the smoke yeah mike there are far easier ways to kill (laughs) i know that i mean i think i think think a small part of me was like you don't really want to die so well, I came up uh, with like you've got like, there for the dramatic, like a very yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, I've already t- like I've I've decided if I'm going to kill myself now, right? Th- th- this is incredible, right? You're going to love this. So piano wire round the neck, right? Glue it to the ceiling. Stand glue on the- it. Yeah, glue <laughs> glue, 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 glue the like I don't know it's gorilla glue. Gorilla wife. glue. Now listen, listen, listen. No, no, it doesn't need to take my weight. See, well, this is the thing. I'm then going to glue my hands to the sides of my head. So and hold on, I'm going, and then you I'm going glued, to. You glued one hand to the side of your head. No, How no, are you both, gluing the second one? No, no, both hands are to the side of my. What you just fucking squeeze the glue in your hand and go like that. Do you, right? you would have to sit there for that glue. To listen, try. listen. Like you're not right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I've got all the time in the world if I'm going to murder myself. <laughs> I mean, you could also. I've not got gonna, a lot on if I get that. Point. Really stupid when you've changed your mind <laughs> and you're walking out with your hands glued to your head. <laughs> <laughs> around your neck with a bit of ceiling on the end of it <laughs> looking like a steps routine <laughs> um so right so i do that and then i and then i jump off right and jump then off when they f- jump off like a stool or whatever and right? wait so this glue that the piano yeah. wire is using yeah, yeah, yeah. your weight yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's fine okay, right yeah. and then right this is this this is why it's brilliant because then when they find the body it'll look like i've just pulled off my own head out of just rage It'd be great. <laughs> Apart from the dangling bit of piano wire with blood dripping off of it that's attached well, the to the fact, ceiling still. I mean, Jesus Christ, piano wire's taught and all that, but that would never go all the way through your head. All right, fine. Cheese wire. Fucking hell. You'd just be hanging there like this. <laughs> just you, like a you'd look like you've gone, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an apt finish, to, fit, yeah. to be fair. 
Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I think it'd be ace. Just look like a pulled I mean, my own head. Encourage this kind of behaviour, but sleeping <laughs> pills, mate. I mean, <laughs> take some sleeping pills. You'll nod off nicely. I mean, don't do this. <laughs> I mean, if you're that desperate, just find a tall building and step off the edge. That's conclusive. Although I always imagine people probably change their mind the second they're in free. Yeah, I remember one of the things, well, a conversation we had on this podcast, Paul was talking about when Netflix first came out. I don't want it to it, kill me. And it had lots of it, and it had lots of weird documentaries on it and stuff. And um, you were bridge. talking about the bridge, yeah. and you said that sort of everyone who's ever survived jumping off a bridge has immediately the minute their foot leaves the fucking side they go oh, i've made a mistake yeah also the one it. guy that survived it was fucked up like he yeah. broke almost every bone in his body yeah apart and, from the important one yeah oh yeah so he failed in committing suicide and now is a paraplegic well i don't <laughs> know if it's true i heard that because of the shock that you know you're just about to hit the ground you actually pass out before you do I mean, I don't think anybody's ever come back from the dead to tell us that, that it's true, but that's what I've heard. I'll knock up a uh, Ouija board if you want. We can have a chat with someone. Oh, speaking of, like... What a guest. <laughs> i tell you that, I will fake it. So I've heard, and um, Paul, you can probably vouch for this now, um, that when you're drowning, uh, because of the lack of oxygen uh, to your brain, you're actually going to a euphoric state. I watched Last Breath a little while ago. All right. For yeah. fuck's sake! What's Stop last? Stop Angry Birds, you big bull twat. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Last Breath the other uh, other day, uh, which is a fucking harrowing oh, film. Yeah, um, and it's basically a guy who ends up getting trapped on the bottom of an ocean, runs out of oxygen. Um, but again, he he also he admits that he went into a euphoric state as well because of yeah. the, the lack of oxygen. So well, I'm he thinking does, he doesn't remember it though, does he? No. They said you remember being really calm. I mean, spoilers for Last Breath. <laughs> it, it's a docufilm. It's about a true event. So. It is, but they don't reveal that until the end. That's why so many people, uh, you know. Real, real big spoiler right ahead, even though Dan just said it. Um, yeah, you don't know he's survived till right at the end. Well, you kind of do because it's about the guy who survived. Well, you're thinking maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But then you've got that prick that went down with him that was all, I didn't care. I mean... <laughs> He, he's seriously got autism or Asperger's. Like. Massively. Although, is he not the guy you'd want down there with you? Yes. Yeah. Cold, calculated, and fucking good at his job. Focused, will yep. just do what he needs to do. Yeah. Anyway, we watched another film. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah. We watched My Little Pony and... Um, no, Saw, sorry. My Little Pony and the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Chris, come on, get us back on track, mate. We missed you last time. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, they listened to their tapes. Uh, they, now they know um, what's in store for them. Um, and they've been told that X marks the spot. Uh, and they've also been told to follow their heart, upon which they find a heart on the toilet system. Or um, Adam, you're in shit, might I add. I'm not. I'm not being funny, but the heart was on the system. I would look in the system for my immediate reaction would to be go to the system. I mean, putting my hand in that toilet would be my last point of call. I would definitely be checking the system first, and then if I had to. So, Adam, you're a dumbass. Yeah, I mean, he is a dumbass though. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> yeah, he's a bit. Um, and at which point they find the uh, hacksaws, and he also finds some photos which he hides uh, for the time being. Um, and they try and hack through the chains, at which point the realisation sets in that that's not what they're supposed to hack through. 
Um, and at this point, uh, Dr. Gordon announces that he thinks he knows who it is now uh, because he was a suspect himself in the case. And they start a flashback. And this is when we see the death by a razor wire. Uh, we get an introduction to the jigsaw killer. And we also get the death by burning, the guy that's covered in the... Um, what was his name? Is it Mark? Is his name Mark? Something like that. That's probably my least understood Something, death. Yeah, it's a bit stupid, that one. It's, it almost feels like a bit of a padder or a, um, just like there they, for effect. Yeah, like they've run out of good ideas. Well, yeah. the, the idea is quite fun or good because, you know, he he has to carry around a candle. But one, the room wasn't that dark that he needed nah. a candle. You could see the, the text on the wall. Two, he didn't really need to run around because the the actual uh, paintings of the numbers were quite large. It it really felt like an afterthought and it was just added to bulk the film out a bit. Yeah, it does, yes. I, I agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah, something I actually missed, but, but they make a big thing of it. Uh, and you don't think about it at the time, but it becomes apparent later on, is they make a big thing about the lights coming on one row at a time. And this is to, um, get in, to give light to the uh, fluorescent paint that the X is drawn in. So I read that uh, to do that, they didn't use fluorescent paint. They actually used a lamp um, and uh, shone an X onto the wall yeah. uh, for that particular scene. So yeah, that's why it doesn't actually look like fluorescent paint. <laughs> yeah, you don't really question it. I didn't, anyway. No. Yeah. Didn't really I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd already gotten to the point where there were so many silly things happening that you... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm not questioning why a guy's woken up underwater. I'm not going to question why something isn't glowing as much as it should be. <laughs> you need to try harder, mate. I know. Yeah. That's why your kitchen floor looks the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try harder, sorry. Thank you. All right. uh, so we're still in flashback. Uh, it's going to the hospital now. This is where you see John in the bed, and you get a little bit of uh, foreshadowing on that. Obviously, he's got his drawing in front of him of the um the reverse bear trap and yeah. there, and there is definitely something in his hand i did read uh, that that uh, it was the pen light um but you weren't so sure were you dan oh i don't know i've seen those pen lights when i used to work at oh, yeah, shine. shine yeah i've yeah. got loads of them yeah exactly <laughs> um and they don't have silver tips on them because they're technically disposable they are really like cheap yeah also yeah. how are you going to draw that just because it's a fucking pen light yeah I mean, all right, doctors have got pen lights, but they've got other things too, like a pen light. You don't immediately associate with it with a doctor. Well, and that's the other thing. I don't understand. They're like, oh, we found your pen light. I mean, it could be Nurse yeah. Jane's down there. They're fucking there a them. dozen. <laughs> I'm in a hospital. What do you mean, my pen light? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> does it have my name? Oh, yeah. it does. Yeah. <laughs> Is it this <laughs> like old one I had engraved? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I maybe that that's ambiguous, but um, the, I, I sent a screenshot earlier to the the group yeah. chat, and the drawing is very clear. And the fact that there's a green X, um, it looks like he was clearly testing the the luminescence or the paint. Um, yeah. So the pen, I, I, you know, I'll give it to him if that's what um, people want to believe. I I don't know otherwise, and it could be. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have uh, Doctor Gordon under suspicion at that point, but his alibi checks out. Uh, and then we move on to the one victim that escaped. So we have Amanda's story um, with the bear trap. So who's the actress that plays Amanda? I, I should look that up. Sure, is it? Oh. Shit. 
It's not shit. It begins with this. Is that the Windows startup thing, mate? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shawnee Smith. I'm so glad you recognised it. Yeah. Shawnee Smith. In? So uh, she's been in a few things, but apparently. Uh, James Wan really wanted her in the film, but didn't expect it because he had a, a like a crush on her at the time. Um, and the casting director, Amy, something or other, um, surprised him and said, we've managed to get her. So um, I thought it was quite a nice, nice little, oh, the girl I fancy is in my film. Yeah. Apparently she was quite ill all the way through the filming, though, wasn't she? She had this terrible flu, apparently. Was it Shawnee that had the flu? I know one of them did. Yeah. Oh, it might be. Yeah, I think it might have been. All I got from her Smith is, is that it was uh, Wan described her sh- her shots her scenes sorry to be physically taxing. <laughs> yes, because she was running take, at hundred four degree um, Fahrenheit temperature and yeah suffering the flu. So she's actually in the Blob, the Blob that we reviewed, the nineteen eighty eight version. I oh, didn't really? realize that she must have been a chick child in it. Well, yeah, I guess so. Um, I don't not- look very old in this. I'm not recognising other things, Law and Order, um, but that was way after uh, Saw. The Grudge 3, did they even do that? Yeah, don't Yeah, they've done loads. 30 Days of Night. She's in 30 Days of Night? For the original one? Uh, 2007. Yeah, that's not... Yeah, okay. There's no detective in 30 Days of Night. That's what I thought. Anyway, so that was the Shawnee Smith show. Um, please tune in next week for the uh, Jack Bauer show. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she she uh, has to retrieve a key from the stomach of her dead cellmate, or he's, as, he, as it is, he's not dead. Um, I couldn't really work out his story. There's a, there's, um, there's a passage written behind her on the wall, um, which I don't think relates to her her predicament. I think it may be his. And I think I got the impression that he's already had his game and lost. His forfeit was this. That's why he's laying on the floor. Ooh, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I might have to watch that back because he's he doesn't get explained, does he? And no. Jigsaw only put like he only targets people for a reason. It's not just randoms yeah. at any point. Yeah. yeah, he's not just an arsehole. No, no. <laughs> there's definitely there's a definitely a, a passage of words behind um, Amanda on the wall when she's preparing to cut him. Yeah, there is. Uh, I couldn't re- make them out. I can't remember what it said, but it's something about life and in, and making the most of your life. Um, and I got the impression from that that maybe this guy uh, has already had his game and lost, and this is his. I mean, wouldn't losing mean he would be dead anyway? Though, like, or losing well, Jigsaw's game? Well, no, really because wrong. ultimately suffering this death. Yeah. yeah, ultimately, he he will because he's lost, he's there paralysed to die as a result of Amanda needing to get out. Because uh, it's increasingly apparent that most of these games are intertwined. Yeah. Especially like we find at the end, that actually there's three games intertwined. Oh, he's clever. I do like it. <laughs> yeah. I do like it a lot. It's, it's so full of twists and turns. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I couldn't, re- I couldn't obviously, because I hadn't seen it, I only seen it once in 2004. There's so much of it I couldn't remember. Like, I don't remember hardly any of the stuff outside of that bathroom. Yeah. Uh, I remembered the uh, the flashbacks, but you're right. Other than that, yeah, I don't remember, I didn't remember much no. else. Because I, I thought until I watched it again that it all took place in the bathroom. 
I've, for some reason, I thought for years that it all took place in the bathroom. That's weird. I, I felt similar. Yeah, weird. And then, uh, and then, even after watching the film, um, as I, I don't know if I've said it on here or, or, or off off the podcast, but I'll say it again uh, just in case. Um, finding any sort of video review um, of this film that is just of Saw and not of the Saw franchise as a whole was yeah. nigh on fucking impossible. Um, and so even after I, I, cause I watched the, I watched the film today cause I sort of forgot. I also watched it in two halves, one I, half at lunchtime and half when I got home from work. Oh my God. Yeah. I had to listen to the end of the last podcast. Cause you, you guys put in the group chat, are we recording tomorrow? I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what <am> I, watching? <laughs> I, say, I forgot what the film was man i fucking do things like that all the time <laughs> so no sorry it's another listener to the podcast isn't it so i was just listening i was like oh right yeah so cool i'll watch that and yeah even now as we're talking about it i'm I'm thinking yeah and then there's the bit with the face trap and i'm like was that sora was that the franchise because i watched so many videos today of the franchise as a whole and what it's trying to say and how everything ties in it's all become a bit of a convoluted mess in my brain yeah I'm a bit of a completionist, um, and normally once I've watched whatever we're watching, if, if there's a sequel, I'll, I'll pretty much watch that straight afterwards. But I knew I would do exactly that um, and get start getting myself confused. So, if, yeah, I literally had to stay with Saw 1 just so we could record this, and then I'll do the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think... When did it, when Spiral out? Does anyone know? No. It's pretty Not soon. So it's interesting bit- that it's called that, though. Given what Chris said earlier. Well, because it's a spin-off, isn't it? It's not a sequel. It's uh, from the Book of Saw, which yeah. is the most annoying line ever written. <laughs> okay. What the fuck are you talking about? The Book of Saw. Yeah, the Book of Saw. What is that? Is that mentioned in any of the films? I don't know. I, it didn't say anything yeah. They're just me. trying to be fucking dramatic. It's like <laughs> people walking into the sea to kill themselves. <laughs> Uh, I need a lot more C to kill me than to kill you. (laughs) Um, 21st of May this year, apparently. Yeah. So, uh, like, super soon to be open. So, yeah. yeah. I I don't know whether they have mentioned the Book of Saw or not. It's not something I've ever heard coined. It wasn't in any of the videos I watched today. So, yeah. So when did you say, Dan? 20, uh, 21st of May. 21st of May. So what is that? Four days after the cinemas reopen. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to go and see it? Because Duffy will not want to see it. She hates these films. I'm there. Yeah? Excellent. Yeah. Oh, go. Are we allowed? Are we allowed to all when is it? Oh yeah, cool. May May seventeenth, yeah. is it? We'll be open. You're allowed to go with friends. Yeah. Lads. No, special you can episode. sit next to a stranger, but you cannot sit next to your friend. Special, special episode. Yeah, cool. let's go and watch it, and then come back and fucking talk about it. Excellent. Yeah. Although, I don't know. Actually, I might be busy that night, so <laughs> we haven't picked a night yet. You bell end. May. We just said the twenty first of May. All of Dan's May. busy every night. Yeah. He's got he's got a house to rattle around in by himself. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to lay on this sofa tonight. <laughs> Laying on that sofa tomorrow night. Might lay on the floor the day after. Twenty first of May is absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. so yeah get us back on track chris <laughs> okay so uh we've had amanda's trap uh and we're back in the bathroom at which uh um adam throws i thought he, thro- he throws something across the room in, in uh temper and finds that it's a two-way mirror they discover they're being watched that's that's the thing i hated 
Thank you. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, a two-way mirror is a pane of glass. <laughs> a one-way mirror, maybe, but a two-way mirror is just a pane of glass. Oh, you yeah, see, you're right. See yeah. from it both well, directions. It's only going to be one way, ain't it? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> two-way mirror is a pane of glass, Adam. <laughs> yeah. A two-way mirror is an oxymoron. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Adam's just a moron. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that bugged the crap out of me when he said uh, that. I'm like, two-way mirror, there is no such thing. That's called a pane of glass, mate. I've never thought of that before. <laughs> you know, also known known as- there's no such thing as a two-way mirror. <laughs> no. It's also known as two-way glass, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm looking up the, the description now on glass.com that's oh, exciting right. isn't it is that bookmarked <laughs> yeah a one-way mirror is you can see through it one way but reflected the other so that's one way but two-way means you can see through yeah, either side. it's yeah. just a pain of breath <laughs> it makes no sense <laughs> oh thank you chris that was going to bug me if i didn't get that out well it's also the point of the film which andy uh, and which adam realizes that the tables are turned on him in the same because obviously Dr. Gordon knows he's told on his tape that you spend all your life telling people they're about to die, and now the tables have turned. But all Adam's tape actually says is about voyeurism and the fact that you go out watching people and stuff like that. And this is the point at which he realizes he's now being watched. So that's this is his turning point. Let me go back to the house. Oh, he makes a great line, actually, Adam. He shouts up at the camera, this is the most fun I've had with that lubricant. Um, Haven't we covered that already? About <laughs> using lubricant? We've covered it all, weren't we? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, apparently you guys like friction, so... <laughs> I mean, yeah, because no friction, no... What? <laughs> you can still get sensation through pressure. It doesn't have to be, like, burnt, like, causing friction burns and shit. Don't laugh at me. I mean, you know, cut it down from eight times a day. You won't <laughs> yeah. get <breaking> <laughs> I, I tried. <laughs> what is that cup you have there? You're, you're not drinking out of a potion glass. No, it says feline thirsty. Oh, oh God. Wait, is that yours? <laughs> That's why it's here. It's just like a woman's glass. If you it's just a tumbler, you dickhead. Right. If you <laughs> fucking picture of a little cute cat on it and it says feline first. That's a fucking Prosecco glass if I ever saw one. I've got a cat. Sexy with the girls. Hashtag that, awesome. What is that in it too? Is that a vodka and cranberry? Yes. <laughs> Have you got cystitis? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm just messing with you. I'm going to buy you some glasses as a house. <laughs> main glasses for main. I'm going to I mean, buy you one of those round bottomed whiskey glasses that don't fall over. Steins. I was going to say, <laughs> what is a man's glass? A mug with tits on it. Yeah, got tits on it. I'm sure you've got one of them. I bet you've got one of those mugs where you pour the hot water in and the, na- the lady gets naked. <laughs> I got one of the pens. <laughs> 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 I've got my old man pint glass. Oh, I like them. They remind yeah. me of my dad. 
They're a good time, man. They're a good time. Yeah, Lardy Dar for Chris's glass. I'm glad you love his. <laughs> I love yours too. I just thought it was a surprise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just didn't realise you were a 20 a, a something estate agent from central London. Wait, turn your fucking webcam around. Have you got a live, laugh, like thing? <laughs> live, laugh, laugh. Yeah. Shh. You have. Look at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what's that cushion with a daisy on it i mean what can i say <laughs> he's got he'll be collecting sequin pillows next <laughs> yeah but look it reverses it yeah all that was yeah have you ever tried to sleep revenge for the floor crack by the way <laughs> yeah <laughs> try sleeping on a sequin pillow especially when you've got a beard you wake up no. and it's like pulled out half your face you know like, oh, i haven't it's a no. bad time it's a bad time <laughs> Uh, have I ever tried growing a beard? Yes, this is the result. <laughs> <laughs> you used to have a goatee, didn't you? You used to have a goatee. Oh yeah, did yeah. This, is your, this is your next stage of uh, of singledom. You've got to grow a beard now. I've tried. I can't. The, the best I could do is a Tony Stark. Well, like, do that then. Go for that. I try. Yeah. I, I can send you photos where I've done it. Or, or a Doctor Strange. Maybe. Mm, nah. Doesn't suit me though, though. Yeah. Benadryl Cumberbatch. <laughs> I mean, on the snatch. Only dick cabbage patch. <laughs> oh, wait, how many games could we do? This is a game I can play for a full hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great time. You just go, blummin' her, come on, um. I mean, we've gone so far off track now. <laughs> Bondy Don Kimble Dick. Um, right, anyway, let's, uh, let's, yeah, where are we? We're near, we're, we, we're, we're at So we, we're now, we, we've gone about back. halfway through. Yeah, and we've got the uh, the mum and what well, is she called? Diane, the girl, um, saying that she's there's a man in her bedroom running into her mum and dad. Yeah, the dude from Lost. <laughs> it took me ages to work out where I knew him from. Same, yeah, same. <laughs> in fact, it actually only occurred to me about ten minutes ago. Oh, okay. I haven't seen Lost for a long time either. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, yeah, so he takes them captive and oddly listens to her heartbeat while he put, she puts a gun yeah. to her mum's head and listens to the child's heartbeat. <laughs> so. But then that, that woman kicks his fucking ass. Yeah. Oh, I'm not surprised. It's like a bean pole. There's nothing of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she's like a proper dickhead too. <laughs> but what is he anyway? He's just a helper. I, I get the impression that, um, yeah, he's like, not the janitor, but he's a, yeah, a, a yeah. hospital hand. Yeah. Um, and he's obviously been charmed by John um, through talking to him. Work. Yeah. Because th- that was the other thing I struggled with. Obviously, he's he's in hospital, but yet people are dying. So at, at that point, you also led to believe or realise that, that, well, you don't know that it's John either. So... He has to have an accomplice because he's lying in hospital getting tests and oh, yeah, he's dying, isn't he? Well, you're given a, a, a you're given a bit of an insight into that when they go and we're we're very shortly going to go into sort of Jigsaw's base, and you're given an insight into timeline in there um, because he's got the bathroom model um, in there and Adam's not yet in it, um, and the timeline places the model at around six months before the actual scene happens because Adam hasn't at that point been hired yet to even spy on gordon so that it's incomplete the model's incomplete at that point oh so that's clever i like yeah. that that's a really cool model too yeah 
I did read that um, the actual jigsaw puppet uh, was built by James Wan. Yeah, yeah, he did it himself out of paper mache and uh, things like that. I think black ping pong balls for the eyes. Nice. Um, And, yeah, he's coined an iconic image now. I've got a little uh, jigsaw doll hanging on my rearview mirror. It doesn't have a name, does it? Because Jigsaw is the character. Uh, is, nah. is it John not going spiral, though? Oh, really? it things. It's called, um, they name it in a later film. I think it's called Billy, isn't it? Billy the Puppet. I think uh, it's Billy the yeah. Puppet. Oh, I'd, I'd rather it just didn't have a name. Yeah, same. Just don't do that. Oh, I missed a bit about Pig as well. Obviously, That's a great mask, that. I fucking yeah. love that mask. Um, but in John's world, um, he's, he also uses the pig as a symbol of rebirth. So like each one of his disciples, as well as wearing it for disguise reasons, is also wears this pig mask as a symbol of rebirth, which also, which harks back to this, to um, when Dr. Gordon is putting his little girl to bed and she sings this little piggy. He, he sings little, this little piggy on her. How oh, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. As he puts her to bed. I've got to say, there's something creepy about when he comes out of the cupboards, just yeah, covered in a sheet. I agree, yeah. I mean, that that even when I watched it the other night, it still made my heart go a little bit. Mm. Yeah, that is a good scene. Um, did, the, did the soundtrack to this film, like, bother anyone else? Uh, what did I read? It was done in two days by the uh, the person who did it. Like, it's literally not- had two days to compose oh, it. Shows, Fuck man. me. It took me two days to write the theme for Crimes Like These, which is a new <laughs> podcast available now under the, uh, what, fuck, what are we called? The Black uh, Fur Black Network. Fur. The Black Fur, Fur Network. Network. Yeah. What's you listen name? listen to it now. He, he, here's an ad for it, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he, here's an ad for it. Hello. Um, there hasn't been an advert yet, but go... Go listen to Crimes Like These. It's a new podcast. It's got SJ, it's got Paul, it's got Chris. They're looking at crimes and stuff. It's pretty good. I've, I've enjoyed it. The theme's banging, obviously. Uh, yeah. Good. Yeah, it's absolutely mad that he took two days. Yeah, it's annoying, though. I don't like it at all. Do you not, not at all? Nah, I don't like it when they put heavy, like generic heavy metal music in horror films. Yeah. I like it when they put bands, like actual songs in, like, but not <laughs> like generic but. heavy metal. It's Sorry. really... I was hiccuping. Yeah, like, but. <laughs> it's really a... difficult to play heavy guitar music and get it and get it sounding right. Yeah. Like when it's just a fucking the guitar. Cheap. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I'll Wonder Woman band fucking butt now. A band called Butt. Yeah. Uh, okay. the, I like the Wonder Woman theme. Yeah, no, no, that's what I was oh, saying. Yeah, like, right. so like the Wonder Woman theme is an excellent yeah, uh, version great. of that. Um, if you play video games, the Doom soundtrack obviously is fucking incredible um, for just like very, very fucking heavy guitar music. Um, if you haven't uh, listened to the BFG division, because it's fucking incredible. Like incredible, um, heavy, heavier than my mum. Sure, <laughs> we don't talk. It's fine. Heavier than my fat mum. So, uh, so yeah, listen to that. Uh, oh, how's Chris, how's my dad? Dead? Yeah. How's yours? Thank you. <laughs> 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 Take a drink. 
<laughs> when we when we get to the stage where we're doing extra merch, I'm going to make a pin badge that says Dead Dad Club. <laughs> I mean, do we carry on? I, I feel like we've been talking for ages. We've covered all the main points. Like, so I just blast through it. Just yeah, blast through it. Blast through it. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, so they raid, well, kind of raid, two of them, without any backup, raid Jigsaw's <laughs> place and promptly get their asses kicked. Um, one guy gets booby-trapped uh, with a shotgun thing and the chicken wire. Um, and uh, what's his name? Tap, Detective Tap, mm. um, which I thought was quite funny considering all the plumbing that was going on in this film. <laughs> 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 I was annoyed that he used a single barrel shotgun when it, it could be D tap, double tap. Wait, did anyone else notice that, you know, when in the flashbacks when the doctor was with his mistress or whatever she was? Yeah. Did yeah. I notice? Yeah, I watched she, that she film. She calls him Mr. Dr. Quinn. Does she? Yeah. Because I suddenly thought, oh, is that his name? Dr. Quinn. Medicine woman. <laughs> 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 but it wasn't his name. I just thought it was weird. I did read that the very last scene being shot was the scene of Danny Glover running down the, the corridor after um, yeah. thingy. So that's uh, every scene that Danny Glover's in looks like a spoof film. <laughs> I mean, like when he gets his throat slit, is that not the best scene ever of a man who's had his throat slit? Oh yeah, I mean it was outstanding. I Thank you. Totally, I thought he really had had his throat slit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not an expert, but... I kept to... expecting him to go, I'm three days from retirement. Yeah. <laughs> he had his throat cut all the way across there. One, would that stop you from talking? I don't know. Yes. yes. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but then the scar they showed him only goes down <laughs> right around half his neck. Yeah. It would definitely stop you talking if you had your throat cut. I thought so. Uh, so then we have X marks the spots. They find the X and the box with a phone, the cigarettes in it. Um, and they hatch this plan to fake um, <laughs> fake death, fake poisoning for Adam. Um, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kick off on the whole uh, electrocution thing on ceramic tiles. I'm just gonna leave it. It's a, yeah, ceramic tiles are, are non-conductive. Uh, non-conductive. It's bullshit. But for the sake of this, it's funny. So yeah, <laughs> so, it's also there's no wires at all going into those chains. <laughs> well, you wouldn't need wires into the wealth. You would if they you were would, to electrify them around the other side of yeah. the pipe. I mean, unless yeah. you had them inside the pipe somehow and you electrified that. I mean, to to your point, Chris, maybe the grout was enough to earth him. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, it's wet in there too. Yeah. We'll take that. That that will cover that off. Yeah. Again, I mean, we're just being fucking pedantic. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You kind of have to accept all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw there was an interesting post um, the other day. Uh, it was a cool kind of back and forth on Twitter um, that kind of said that cinema sins, sort of the everything wrong series or the everything right series, has absolutely ruined an entire generation's. Um, suspension of disbelief like they're constantly trying to pick holes in. what what has destroyed that um like cinema sins all oh, right 
yeah, because yeah. it became so popular and it became so popular to go, this is what's wrong with it. This is all the things that's wrong with this film. Uh, There's an entire generation who were kind of brought up on YouTube who now watch a film and they're like, oh, this is wrong. And this no, is wrong. it was Mythbusters that did that. You reckon? Yeah, of course it is. I love Mythbusters, man. So do I. I've watched it really. I miss it bad. They won't work together again. They fucking hate Yeah, each they other. hate each other. <laughs> you know, um, the uh, Asian guy died. Yeah. yeah. Grant Imahara. Grant Imahara, yeah. Yeah, sad. sad. Really sad. He was a Quite special effects part. guy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I really yeah. like that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it was Mythbusters that caused people to get overly critical on the cinema thing because there's lots of things they bust. And I'm like, oh. I didn't think that yeah. would get busted. Yeah, and things that they proved to be true. Like, you can, in fact, polish a turd. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Excellent. And here's one I did earlier. <laughs> oh, you want to have a polished turd? <laughs> Just pop it in resin, and then, like, it wouldn't smell. Oh, my God, I bought... Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I bought a couple of... Uh, polished uh, turds? Re- no, a couple of resin kits. Uh, what's it called? Resin. Epoxy resin. All oh, right, yeah. I'm going to epoxy things. <laughs> You're going to epoxy one of your poos? I'm gonna, no, no, no. <laughs> Although, <laughs> never say never. It's like when people get those um, those fossils and they're, they're, they're coprolites. Ammonite? Um, no, co- coprolites. And they're like, yeah, this is this is dinosaur poo. I'm like, it's oh, still yeah. poo, guys. Yeah. I mean, essentially, <laughs> it's just rock. Yeah, yeah, but but a dinosaur shat is great. Okay, good for you. No, a dinosaur shat something out that nature has now completely changed its uh, chemical compounded structure to something else. (laughs) Do you see? Incidentally, this is a bit off. Well, it's on this topic, but off the topic of the podcast. Um, I see a Logan Paul bought a dinosaur leg (laughs) for forty grand. I didn't even know you could buy them. Yeah, apparently. Was it on eBay? I don't know where he got it. Right, well, that's a that's a t- when we get a Patreon, that's going to be the top tier. We will we if for forty <laughs> for ten grand a month, we will buy a dinosaur leg. Oh man, I'd love a dinosaur leg. I fucking love dinosaurs. Yeah. We'll see Jurassic Gym, Jurassic Gym on the Isle of Wight. That's where we bought a load of our stuff. Oh okay. really? Yeah, we did it. We met up with him. We can do like a because there's a there's a there is a cliff side on the, on Shanklin Beach on the Isle of Wight. Yeah, it erodes so much every night when the tide comes in that fossils are literally washed up. Wow! So we we booked up for the tour, and there was another family that booked up with us, and we just went along. And I picked up. I've got two mosasaur teeth. Um, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. I'm going, down Jurassic- I'm going down to Portsmouth on Tuesday. I might just jump on the ferry over to the yeah. Isle of Wight. <laughs> yeah, Jurassic Gym. And you can and, and anything anything you pick up on the tour, you can keep. And this guy and the other family found an iguanodon vertebrae. Oh, yeah, I love it. Anything you find on this beach, you can keep. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. It's not, I'm sorry, I didn't realise you owned everything yeah, in the yeah. ocean. I mean, I was going to, and you can't find it. <laughs> do, you think, do you think Jurassic Jim was Jurassic Jim before he formed a business called Jurassic Jim? I reckon that's Has his he, given name. He's always been, he's always been, was he dressed as a dinosaur? That's he's why he's gone into this business. Yeah. You're, you're standing there waiting for the tour. You're like, where is he? And then suddenly some ferns start to rustle. And you're like, oh, oh, oh. oh my God. 
God, where's the goat? Where's the goat? <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs> can we can we not call you like Moonplot Mike or something then? And you can sell us all bits of moon. Oh, no, it's Moon Lord Orvis, isn't it? That's what we had. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still up for being called Moon Lord. You tell me where I can buy a bit of the moon, I'll become a Moon Lord. I don't I fucking... think you can, can you? Yeah. Not yet. Can you? Oh, I oh, don't, I don't think know. So. I think they bought, they didn't bring that much back. No, no I just, I just want to buy research. a plot of land on the moon. Oh, I thought you meant an actual like chunk of the moon, like moon rocks. No, similar to like I own a, a bit of Scotland. <laughs> oh right, I don't. Yeah, but I mean, own Scotland. if you you could buy a part of the uh, moon, but it would be a lie, and you'd just be giving your money to a con artist because right. nobody owns the fucking exactly. Moon. Uh, buy a plot of moon for sixteen pounds. Yeah, there you, you go. I'll sell you a plot of Moon, Mike, for £16. Okay. I don't own it to sell either. <laughs> Give me £16 and I will make you a certificate. <laughs> All of you now listening, you need to go to moonestates.com. It is the best website I've seen in years. <laughs> this is phenomenal. This is fucking incredible. I mean, listeners, I think we've just quit on uh, Saw now. We're just... We're just talking about the moon and dinosaurs. 10 acre VIP packages printed on high quality parchment paper. Dan's gone. The 10 acre lunar deed comes complete with a gold frame ready for hanging in its pride of place. (laughs) VIP landowners will be given priority access to new products and developments in the future. Stand out from the crowd with this unique pack. You can buy my... We haven't even landed on Venus. Do you know what's brilliant? Do you know what's really brilliant? Is yeah. you imagine one day when we are, like, there's actual travelling to the moon, right? Regular people. <laughs> and you go, yes, I'm going to go to the moon. I own an acre of the moon. And the government says, uh, no, you don't. That's null and void. Yeah. No, but I bought it from no, moon. No, no. Somebody was selling you a very expensive certificate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or you go and it's like, yeah, every, everyone's a moon lord who goes to the moon. You're yeah. Go, what? What but my name, I changed my name especially. <laughs> <laughs> like it's really embarrassing in supermarkets when I have to sign for things. I don't know why you're signing for things in supermarkets. <laughs> I don't know what's going on now. Okay. Uh, so yeah, by all means, go and see Jurassic Gym's website. It's amazing. Oh, it's amazing shit. Absolutely. Tusks and stuff. Awesome. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so I, th- I think it's safe to say, get it watched. Oh, fuck yeah, get it watched. Yeah, absolutely get it watched. Dan? I recommended it, so I better get it watched. <laughs> yeah. That's fair, that's fair. Um, but obviously you're not you're not here for our opinions. You're, you, you, you're just, you've been skipping 30 seconds at a time through this bullshit so that you could get to the incredible <laughs> reviews of unwarranted dickheads. And believe me, I found... It, it could be the wankiest one to so far. Really? Oh, yes. So grab a fucking machete, my lad. A fucking machete? A fucking machete. Or a reverse bear trap that will take those trees down. Right down uh, and come with me. And then after you've come with me, we will go <laughs> to the Amazon jungle. <laughs> Oh, yeah.
That was a um, different species of bird today. Yeah, well, I just I'm not mixing it up and confusing my 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 new uh, greyhound. He's going to be like, "What the fuck does he do in that room?" Because all of us charging off after something that isn't there. That was a few. <laughs> oh, mate, he's going to be under the table when he's going to be under the table when you come out shaking. Oh no, I hope not. That make me really sad. Okay, so uh, this is going to need the fucking music. So the music is going to be playing under this because fuck me. Um, in 2007, Mr. R.W.J. Nixon decided to write a fucking essay. What a name. Oh, and this it, is fucking long. And it goes like this. So, more like poor. Sometimes I will watch a movie, and when I come to discuss it with other people, it seems like I've watched a completely different movie or entirely missed the point. Or maybe I'm just too fussy. So it is exactly that kind of experience. Uh, the pair quickly realise they're chained up and have no obvious escape route, and it looks like the previous occupant of the room took the most terminal way out as he is lying on the floor between them, having apparently blown his brains out. However, the pair are being pitted against each other in a psychological game of cat and mouse by their unseen but apparently omnipresent jailer. So far, so good, you may be thinking, but sadly, you would be wrong. After the setup, the rest of the film rapidly descends into a series of nonsensical moments as the writer and the director pile what they obviously consider to be plot twist upon plot twist until the waters have become so muddied that you simply cannot see. The acting is really not good, particularly Wannell, with only Danny Glover as an obsessive cop on the trail of this fiendish killer, note the ironic quotation marks here, delivering anything resembling a convincing performance. Coupled with an obvious stylistic debt to seven, if you're going to lift from a movie, try not to use one that makes your film look not just bad, but amateurish. The filmmakers load the proceedings with attempts at horror that really fall short of the mark. And thanks to the MTV-style editing, what, you think a modern audience is going to get bored if a plot strand takes longer than five minutes to establish itself? The film is robbed of anything even approaching Denton. The final plot twist, again, note the ironic. Spitz marks when it does come is not really a twist if you were paying even the slightest attention you can figure this one out in the opening scenes but by the time you will you will have given up caring i love horror movies but in order to work they have to be horrific the crew is in the term horror movie such as the texas chainsaw massacre the grudge the original but the weak american remake the exorcist or even wolf creek unpleasantly gratuitous in parts it may be but at least it's genuinely horrific I await with relish the next classic horror movie but this is most certainly not it wow well I've just watched the next two Saw films while he's reading that (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would like you to take a long walk into the sea (laughs) (laughs) Because you are a fucking bore. Um, everyone take a look at leanderbrenda.c and look how that person's written this review. Oh, fuck off. It's the most annoying thing in the world. Right. It's literally written like a list. Maybe it's a poem. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Try and read it like a poem, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Um, so this is leanderbrenda.c. And the title of this is Worst Film Ever for Four Exclamation Marks. It's important. You don't need those other three. Right. (laughs) Cheap effects, low budget settings, comma, gap, gap. Cheesy acting, crap and boring storyline. No, no, you need to read it like cheap effects, low budget settings, 
cheesy acting, crap and boring storyline. Hold up. I'm going for the poet what, attempt. I don't know what Mike's saying. He's saying something. What, what's he doing? I don't know. He said something really quietly. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> a bucket. Right. Oh, no, that's a drum. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you brought a bucket back with you. No, no, let's do it. Let's do it. Right, you're a beat poet. Let's, let's hear your words. Okay. Cheap effects, low-budget settings, cheesy acting, crap and boring storyline. Basically, plain boring. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. This is really about two people chained to a bathroom wall with a dead guy in the middle of the room, exclamation. Which, spelled wrong, proved itemies. Itemies? <laughs> what the fuck's itemies? <laughs> Items? I spelled wrong? Yeah. It No, so... It's pretty obvious. Oh, provid, provid is spelt wrong too. That whole sentence is spelled wrong. It's pretty oblivious. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, it's pretty oblivious. Tobin Bell, his voice and The puppet. Oh, God, I burst out laughing. Spelt wrong. And the deaths are not even shown, unlike... Still with In an open bracket. So, too... And saw three. Worst film ever. I like it that they can spell um, yeah. laughing as laugh, laugh hung. Laugh hung. La, laugh hung. Laugh hung. It sounds like a place in Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> Down the meat streets of La Hung. You can get a tattoo and a hand job for just a fiver. I don't know what I'm saying. Dan, what are you writing down there? <laughs> double check the spelling uh, fuck me there I all of these are like diatribes there's the one who's a bit shorter PJ Aspel absolute on, crap three exclamation marks don't need the other two yeah. um, this is just awful naff acting horrible characters and gratuitous nastiness throughout unless you like rip offs <laughs> the plot is tacky. Yeah, the the plot is tacky. Oh, is a tacky hybrid of seven and ransom. Then avoid unless you're desperate. <laughs> desperate? Why would you be desperate? Uh, I don't know. When, you when you're absolutely jonesing for a fix of horror. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I, I get that. <laughs> Picture immediately. I've only got sore. Fucking oh hell. no! <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch this gratuitous mess. <laughs> Why blank says poo with a H at the end? Yeah, I like, like Winnie. That. It's 1945. <laughs> uh, shame I can't select O stars. These films are so. Oh, he's a snake. Sorry. These films are so Im Im immature and crappy. Crappy storylines. Crappy. No, in fact, you know what? I'm going to read it as he's written it. Shame I can't select O stars. These films are so immature and crappy. Crappy storylines. Crappy acting. We really need a good horror film. A classic one, not only that involves pathetic torture all the way through. Don't buy. But then that's my opinion. <laughs> two B's, no less. Yeah. Opinion. Do you know what? I always find it really strange when people say things like, oh, they don't make any good films anymore. Hollywood's run out of ideas. All it makes is remakes. And you go, well, actually, there were like 30,000 films out last year and only one of them was a remake. So what's your yeah. fucking point? 
I mean, Saw spawned a generation as well, like a whole, yeah. a yeah. whole thing. And in fact, is a fucking classic. Whether you like it or not, mm. Saw is a classic. It spawned many, many uh, sequels. It's got so many loyal fans. It's unreal. Like it's got its own bloody genre now, this. torture porn. Uh, yeah, I um, think actually it might have been one. Of, yeah, it might even have been one of the. Films. I read that it was the first one, and James Wan didn't didn't get it and didn't like it, but accepted it. Um, <laughs> and then went on to make uh, more better horror films. In <laughs> so that's been Amazon. That's been us. Um, oh, can we can we just um, just to round it out? Um, I know Paul loves these. Can you just scroll down a little bit and read Amazon Kunda, please? Uh, read, read their their. Oh, have we done oh, our international Amazon? Where are we? Uh, Amazon Kunda. Just Amazon. Oh, I see it. Yeah, if you just if you just do that for me, please, mate. Forge version Galkulfit. Es comes con Nalknik die dickeres cut version. Bimir and Sonder ein Ickerskon version. Dice war ab 16 auf dem Obenschen Serendenbl. Ist Jordan die version. Ab 18. Zu Zehen ein Freshlang. That's excellent, as always. That is flawless German, right? Joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone understood you who yeah. was German. Excellent. Uh, cool. So that's that's us um, for this week. Have you got any recommendations? I do. Go on then. Can go. I go first? Yeah. Um, it's an excellent true crime podcast called Crimes Like These, <laughs> which you can find on a few outlets at the minute. It's still being distributed by Anchor who take their sweet fucking time to it do really anything. Could. So, yeah, I think it took about a month to get after horror on iTunes. Oh, really? Yeah. It took ages. I was, I spent a morning refreshing my feed <laughs> uh, <laughs> to work. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I had so many people by so many, I mean, two message me to ask me if the podcast was only available on Spotify. Yeah, just tell them we've done one of those sexy deals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're at um, Spotify exclusive. Uh, Joe Joe Rogan got 120 million. We got nothing. We got a packet of crisps and a Scotch egg. <laughs> I didn't see that. Who had the Scotch egg? Sorry, mate. Oh, I love Scotch eggs. You bastard. I put my address down. That's the thing. And and because of lockdown, I didn't know when I was going to see you again. So I think like... you were supposed to share that out. Yeah, no, I know, but I, I just I got hungry and... and don't don't buy another one and don't be keeping all the yolky bits to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yolk. Chris, have yeah. you got any recommendations? Yeah, um, uh, on Netflix, a three-part series called Residue. Um, if you like the X Files, ew, it's, yeah, it's it's very, it's very it's moist. Yeah. <laughs> It's based, it's based in a future UK metropolis where a huge explosion leads to a, a, some odd paranormal events. And it's the story of a photojournalist starting to investigate what's happening in the aftermath of this explosion. So it's a bit paranormally, a bit odd. The, the only thing I found with it, I've watched all three, is that I got the impression with it that they kind of, there's more to come, but I'm not seeing anything because this isn't a new thing. It's 20, 2015. So they leave it. And you think, oh, there must be more, and there isn't. So whether it, whether I'm the only one that liked it, and I haven't done anything else with it on Netflix, yeah, yeah. The only thing I can find on Netflix called Residue is a film from 2020. 
Yeah. Chris is using some VPN to tunnel into bloody <laughs> Denmark or something. Um, I am going to also recommend something on Netflix only because I finished it last night, and that is the US Office. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I'm on series seven and I'm fucking obsessed with it. Oh, it's good. it's amazing. Um, like the character development, the stories, how they can keep it so fresh and original. Perfect. And funny, mate. It actually makes me laugh out loud. Nothing yeah. does that. I know. Especially not me. <laughs> What's quite nice is obviously we lose. I'm on series you just seven. Fucking, you're just giving him spoilers, Dan. No. You son of a fucking what bitch. Fuck? He's. What? Is he Dan, still there? What yeah. The Dan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck you. You just ruined the office for me live on the podcast. <laughs> I'm keeping um, this in. <laughs> oh, I can't crap. believe you've done that. Moving I mean, along. Moving along. <laughs> it's from 2015, Paul. You can't hold me to spoilers. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was going to say, but it still manages to stay funny. I think they're all fucking great, though. Yeah. Like, I love Jim and Pam. I love Dwight, obviously. Um, It it took me up to season three to realise that was John Krasinski. Like the guy Yeah, from The Quiet Place. (laughs) Oh, what, you mean the guy that lied and took credit for writing The Quiet Place? Yeah, Yeah. that guy, yeah. Married to Emily Blunt. Ooh! I feel bad, one, because I've spoiled it for uh, Paul, but there's no point in recommending something and then telling the, the person, like the people listening for the recommendation, exactly what's going to happen. I might be, <laughs> I might be, I might be <laughs> out what you say and keep in the reaction because I think. Oh, I'd love for you to do that. <laughs> um, so, um, speaking of The Office, it's it's not out yet, but um, what's his fucking name? He's got a weird name. The guy who plays um, Dwight. Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson. Wilson. So he is currently doing um, (laughs) this weird, like, I'm assuming it's it's comedy. He's doing like a paranormal podcast soon under the alias of Terry Carnation. Oh, I'll be listening to that. Oh, I'm all over that. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be listening to that. He did a crossover with one of my other um, favourite podcasts, This Paranormal Life, and he was a guest on there. And it's like just improv heaven. They were fucking so great together. Um, yeah, so the, I don't know when the when the episode is coming out, but it's coming out, the first episode is coming out soon. It's called Dark Air, uh, and the host is Terry Carnation, who is actually Rain Wilson in a wig. <laughs> cool. And it's, yeah, it's glorious. That's not my recommendation, though. Yeah, speaking uh, of podcasts, you know Obama and Bruce Springsteen have done a podcast. <laughs> 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 I guess well, if you've got the connections, you might as well. What's it called? Born and Run the USA. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> it's not bad. That was brilliant. So my recommend- I've got a recommendation of two podcasts. Um, one I've recommended before, uh, but it's it's now officially over and finished. Uh, it's the Magnus Archives. Uh, the final episode was a couple of weeks ago. Um, so if you want 200 episodes of weird spooky uh audio drama horror some 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 of the stuff is truly like sent shivers down my spine a couple of episodes really freaked me out um so that's fucking great uh go and have a listen to that and also a new podcast that's just dropped um a couple of weeks ago it's a podcast called soft voice and there's only like three episodes out of the minute but it's 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 like this bizarre exploration of like mental health as so there's this lady called Lydia. She's an estate agent 
and she um, had this voice appear in her head called Soft Voice, which was basically a Stepford wife. It was just like, do everything, do everything well, and you'll succeed in life. And then one day, Soft Voice disappears, and Dark Voice comes in, who's just completely opposite. Do what you want. What do you want to do? And she's never even thought about it before. What do I want to do? Because she's always listened to Soft Voice. And I'm three. There's only three episodes out, but it. It, it fucking ramps up almost instantly. And you're like, what, what the fuck? Um, yeah, really fucking cool. Really cool. The first episode really, like, is a real twist. Um, and it definitely, definitely worth your time. So listen to those two, if you please. There you go. Cool. So that's... So whose turn is it this week? Squizzes. It's mine. Okay, so... Um... The last time I went to the cinema, I saw a truly awful film, and Paul was there too. We saw The Grudge. <laughs> uh, um, one of the trailers that was on uh, before that film um, was due to come out in the cinema last year, and it didn't, but it's now dropped on Sky Cinema. So I'm going to choose Antebellum. Antebellum. Yep. Yeah. I'll have to write that down. Produced by... Um, Same guy did Gut Out on Us. Uh, Peel. Oh, okay. It's only produced by him, though. Okay. Um, so until next time, the real horror is um, listening to flagrant and dramatic ways to kill yourself that ultimately weren't <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> and being bummed by a pheasant. <laughs> so until next time, um, he's been Paul. He's been Dan. He's been Chris. And he's been Mike. Bye. Bye-bye. Peace out.